Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is July 1st. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm doing I'm doing great. What a uh what a big day in sports. You know, uh I'm waiting not for the actual other sports. Not actual sports. Yeah, I'm a, speculation. I'm yeah, speculation, movement. movement. I'm waiting for the second shoe to drop here. I'm waiting for Central California to join the Big Ten. I really need you know, it would really, really be a great thing for my life if uh, if Stanford and Cal get in there. You know, I, well, I, mean, I, I don't have now... to. I don't have to travel anywhere. You know, to to watch Big Ten basketball. This is sort of the opposite of what has happened with Liv, and in oh. that, like the Rainmakers made their move, and now everybody else. Apparently, there's reports Oregon and Washington have asked, and this would be like if like Tiger and Rory jumped to live and now it's like shit everybody else has got like when you use lose usc football kind of a uh, i don't know it's a little different dynamic than what's happened with live but uh it seems like the pac-12 is in significant trouble i don't know that your central california guys are, are gonna make the cut but we'll see everything's gonna change everything's shifting makes no real sense and is a real departure from history but who knows are the yeah. bulls getting kevin durant no he said what miami and no, the bulls just signed andre drummond was, oh they did we're, we're just You're a good? middle for a middling set. middling eastern conference team How about, and we will forever as long as we have zach levine and demar Derozan as our two best players more, more more on our sports minute here at the top i was thinking robert How, sarver is like Greg Norman, if he falls ass backwards into having Kevin Durant and this awesome, it's like Norman Vendetta just falling perfectly, his stumbling, bumbling self falling perfectly into this endless pile of cash. It'd be like Robert Sarver, honestly, maybe like the worst owner in sports. And I know you'd probably propose Reinsdorf as one of those, but Sarver. Uh, I, I don't think cheap. Reinsdorf necessarily, but I would just throw all of Chicago sports as just the worst run city and sports in terms of owners sarver falling ass backwards and durant would be like norman just would, just landing the the saudi cash to do what he was do what he pleases Anyways. sarver's very bad like awful you know chicago ownership is just we have a collection of four below average owners which together they just make the city's sports scene such a, a shell of what it should be all right, let's move on. But yes, Sarver falling backward. I mean, Norman, I love that people think that Norman's the mastermind behind this. He's not. He's a fucking figurehead. He's just there to do the pictures on the stage. Yes. And troll he's and not troll, yeah. He's not the brains behind this operation. We. No. I think that we, we should just start to refer to him 
like his titles ceo or whatever presenter he's like the uh, yeah i don't know he's he's the hype man that's what he is he's not not anything but a hype man yeah what'd you make it today did you watch the live golf invitational oh uh i I know garrett was on the ground we're going to talk to garrett on fried egg podcast for a full debrief i think next week um what did what did i make of it i mean I mean, the, the announcers are so absurd. Yeah, yeah. It's it's to the point where it's like harming the authentic, like harming the product. It's too. No one's taking that seriously, and then they're going to become the boy who cried wolf when maybe something is cool or something has legitimately interesting. When, ha- it happened off screen. There are a lot of people there, but you're just going to presume they're full of shit. When um, they were talking about. The shotgun start, the sound of the horn, that the, them, that it gives gives, them, gives all the players goosebumps. <laughs> it's like just unbelievable. <laughs> that horn was so impotent and wimpy. Did you hear that horn? What's going on with the like, Navy Whoa. Seal flying in too? It was. Like, they're not real seals. I mean, they're real seals. They're retired seals. They're not like actual <laughs> active duty military. Like I saw that, like the Department of Defense has like contracted with the live to send their guys. That they, they're ex seals who like keep fresh jumping out of planes or something. Uh, but I'll say God this: God bless them. But still, they're not actual actors. Live has real guys now. No, yeah, sure. There's yes, I mean, and it's certainly on a week like this where they stand out against the deer and the uh, the Irish Open that you know could be a lot better too. Yeah, um, I like. What is the best professional golf collection of professional golfers this week? It's live at the top. Not at the, you know, not which I is mean, what matters. Which is what matters. Yeah, it's a professional golf tournament. But yes, um, and and that it's pretty crazy. I I think it's crazy when you think of like five or six months ago that we'd be saying this the second second event. Of the year, um, uh, did it that strike you as any more legitimate as an event? No, it still feels really flat. The, their fans, uh, someone did said, it. someone said this video of Pat Perez at a hole where there was literally zero fans, like waving, like tipping his cap after he made a putt. Like that's a first for him. Literally a, a putt made to signal to zero fans. Uh, like it's just a it's little like back flat. to COVID. Yes. It's it's just flat, and I'm not trying to pile on. We we had our say on Wednesday. Um, it, it, We're gonna try not to yell as much as Wednesday. Oh no, I definitely don't want to do that. It it doesn't do it for me yet as like a product. Maybe it will. It's it just it just. How about the Stingers rebranding after their That's win? Crazy. Why are they doing that? Are they gonna add more of a South African theme? You think? Something I don't know. Well, it seems I saw the news that they're, you know, and it makes sense that they're they're going to have uh, 14 events next year. They will have 48 contracted players. A league, um, not an invitational series. It's like, a league. yeah, it, it'll be, you know, you'll have your captains, you'll have trades, you'll have signing. And I like I actually think that stuff is is pretty interesting if it gets to that. If it, you know, like I don't want to get into analyzing this because this is just. But I don't think it's going anywhere, which is like the thing. It, it's a difficult predicament that it puts everybody that covers the game in. 
You, know? you don't think Liv's going anywhere? Yeah, what I do don't think. I mean, they're going to be around for the next. Oh, oh, foreseeable I you said future. It's like a dead end. You mean it's yeah. not going away? Not yeah, going away. it just okay. like I. I mean, like the thing that's hard is just. I mean, it just sucks that this is. Uh, this is Let's the talk case. about what we actually watched though today. Like my whole thing. What do you is, want to talk about? What do you What do you want to talk about? You want to talk about? Uh, well, we have an actual round to look at. My thing is like the Carlos the, Ortiz. You want to break no. down Carlos Ortiz's great no, of round? Of course not. Of course not. The announcers are terrible. We already hit them. Uh, you know who is the worst? And I I don't want this to be mean spirited at all. But the, the girl that the, was on doing the, the ground, on, on the, the ground, ground reports, she's not really good. bad. She struggles, and that's. Less for being deludedly hyped, but just and more about. I don't want this ass. to be mean. I, I, she's, I, I, she's awful. <laughs> we'll, we'll put it how it is. Um, my one thing, like that, it just keeps falling flat, and it just becomes background. And I, like, I'm not interested in this if I unless I have to talk about it for work. Is like the big differentiator is not on display and that's team golf like it's you would have no sense of actual well, teams i don't like i think that they're a little hamstrung because aggregate. they got a different team every fucking day yeah but if it's still a team event you can do it you could yeah no every event but like every you, event yeah if it's at least static for these three days figure out a way and they tripped up at the start i think it was arlo white like patrick reed just a, a legendary match play I mean, yes. team golf player, uh, because like, I, I, I don't know. I'm not suggesting that they overhaul it all the match play, but the thing that differentiates this and could make this so uh, such a departure from what we're used to is the team aspect. And that just isn't like materializing in a real way on the actual broadcast and product. <laughs> well, Maybe there's so much team year. chemistry. I mean, some of these guys went out to dinner, met for the first time the night before you know yeah the Ironheads are just struggling they're struggling kevin nah seems like he he might be a lame duck uh captain he you might need to get him out of there he's just been been bad you know but uh you got Brooksy with dick bland we got I mean, that one wednesday after we recorded do you think chase got a, a one-year deal or a multi-year deal i don't know that seems like a real like that was one of the and i you know what I think um, one thing that for Brooks, if he got his brother paid, it's one redeeming aspect of of this for like a, you know one personal redeeming Why didn't he just aspect. Pay his brother? Well, he could have, but say say his brother got a ten million dollar deal. Like, I don't know. I'm just saying. Like I'm not saying it's right or wrong. That's one like redeeming quality that you could get out of it. I'm sure Bryson's TikTok house boys got got paid too. You know, there's probably, they work. They, they probably got a uh, they probably got a live social deal to run live lives TikTok page too. But I don't you know I don't know. I don't know what you want me to say. I don't. About I don't want the you golf. to say anything. I mean, just, the announcers are are ridiculous. Um, pop for you. I, I don't know who the rules official was that went over to give Matt Wolf his drop, but it looked like he could barely like it move around. Like he was on his way out. Matt Wolf just seemed like he rolled his ball over to get a preferred lie. Popped it out. Yeah. 
Yeah, that wasn't Slugger. I don't know who that was, but he was struggling. I just moves. like he didn't look like he moves around very well. It looked <laughs> like he was. And then who's the guy that they brought in? Who's oh, the guy they brought in? I looked. I Google this booth? name. Yeah, yeah, I Google his name. It was like Joey Salina from it's, New it's, Jersey. It's Italian. Some, yeah, it's some Italian from yeah. New Jersey. And I Googled him. And I no nothing pulled <laughs> up. Oh, <laughs> uh, so we had another broadcast. It's just uh, this is nothing like, to do with all way- the other shortcomings. It's not so, exciting for me yet. Anyways, they're doing ahead. this country, or you know, like at least like I think with like um, Sergio's team, it's like Spanish-speaking guys. Like, and I, I, I think that this is probably something that they're going to do in like the long run. They're going to have some hodgepodge teams, but they're going to have country teams and i look at punch and it's this aussie team and wade ormsby is the captain the guy is two-time captain he's not the captain of that team he's just a figurehead he's just like norman placeholder he's a place he's a placeholder yeah. so my question is who's the aussie? who's the big aussie is it adam scott is it cam smith is uh, Leishman coming to spray balls around the park? <laughs> you know, that's that would be my question. Like that, that's the thing I think. As you start to, the interesting thing about this is as they as more of these, the team aspect, what you're saying doesn't exist. As more of it takes shape, that's where I think the compelling thing with with this is is who are going. The big names that have yet to go can and maybe are going at the end of the fat. Like, can you here's do that the thing: in stroke play, pure stroke play. What team? Like, really have the team thing that's how shine. Every that's how almost every high school golf. I agree. Is. I understand. That's how almost every college broadcast. Golf is. I, understand. I think it's. I don't. I don't think they have the format right, but they have things here. They want to get those OWGR points. You know. Yeah, sure. And. Sure. What if OWGR comes back and says, like, the nice thing with, with being a startup, I'm going to call it a startup. I've called it that. Um, the nice thing is if if somebody says, hey, you need to be 72 holes to get OWGR, they'll just make it a 72-hole thing. You know? well, wouldn't they have to change their name? Live? 54? It's 54 everything. 54 this, that, and the other. 54 well, tour. Everything what, 54. One other thing that uh, I loved was they were that uh, was Arlo talking about the Majestics, um, their Switching captain captain. strategy yeah. and how how there's no tor- turmoil in the team about Poulter sitting stepping down as captain, and that this was all planned because of venues. That's how about that? They were calling Pumpkin Ridge a beast, like as these <laughs> like just. Garrett had a separate report from the ground. I know the course is not the priority here, but um, anyway, well, all Garrett wants to do is is, is cover the course, and he's out sure. there. He's, he did confirm. Course. He got back to me. He confirmed there are ample pumpkin patches. Lots of pump, there are, in fact, pumpkins. So the name is not, you know, it's, you know, misnomer in any way. Uh, the other thing I would just say is, right now, there's no. Like if if you have a league, and maybe this will happen with the league, 
these guys are all unified and as being rebels, right? And they talk about how even the broadcast was like, it's so great. They all stay in the same hotel. They all eat together. It's like one big family. I don't want that from like the NFL players aren't doing that the night before the game. That like you know you want you don't want everybody being do you think, do you think united as that? outsiders. So it's just weird that and Taylor Gooch had some quote to Dylan to share about how there's great camaraderie about how they're all in this together. And it's like, well, if you're going to have a team competition, that sort of, I don't know, takes the well, shit off that. Well, here's and the thing. That's the, this probably too serious. It's where the tour, it I think, right with now. this band has created more momentum for them. Because it's gotten them. Like, if you didn't <laughs> ban those guys, they might be like, you know what? I want to go play that. this. That's the, like, no, they, I don't think they did have to do it. It's, I think it's in their bylaws. I think they had to. Anyways, I think it was a mistake. Um, oh, another one, another one that I think it, about, uh, like in the same vein as Punch. You've got Torque is developing this uh, Asian, yeah. Asian. I I don't know if it's all Japanese players. I apologize, um, but uh, that would that would signal a big time, you know, uh, player from or hopes for one, or hopes for one. Yeah. So if that's the case, oh god, my mic's not on. That's all right. <sighs> I don't that's think I fine. can turn it on at this point well, either. It's just, so. I, you know, it's apologies. Good old for the... fashioned Friday episode. Apologies. Worried, we're recording though, right? Oh yeah, we're recording. Well, there you go. It's fine. Quality's a little lower. We're getting you out to the holiday weekend with a little less quality. But <laughs> that's tough. That's tough for any of the families listening on their Fourth of July road trips. I apologize. But the nice thing, I don't have to talk into the mic anymore. That's there great. Could, yeah. I'm free. I freed up. That's um, why I could only see half your face. Um, all right, let's do a quote roundup. Quote roundup. Quote roundup. Yeah. But yeah, so not, Tork. Not about live. Uh, live like Flash Zone or whatever the hell it is. Uh, Tork, you think is going to be a Japanese franchise? Yeah, maybe. I right. saw the Stingers are going to rebrand. Quick, quick quote. Is Henny Duplessis the. One of the thirty best players in the Is world. Is he playing that we never his way know. into into a permanent spot? I saw Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson, Johnson in the bag. What? Dan Jimmy Rappaport surfacing. Got that uh, one. A little He's Friday. Getting, he might be getting paid more than uh, he got paid with JT. Little Friday from Henny. I don't think so. For little Friday quote carousel. Taylor Gooch. I thought just continues to come off not particularly bright. He said, I want to continue playing the PGA Tour, and I don't see why they can't coexist. He added, this is Dylan Desher, golf.com. He added that he had never intended to leave altogether. <laughs> hey, homeboy, you got to be ready. I mean, like, come on. You sound so stupid. He signed up for the London event as a one-off. What? No, 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 no. He signed a contract. It worked out best for my schedule to do that, and obviously I had the chance to make a bunch of money, so it was a no-brainer. I didn't think they were truly going to suspend us. He does not sound very bright. Again, in <laughs> London, he said, I'm just a golfer. I'm not very smart. Like, why is he going on the record saying, I didn't think they would truly suspend us? It's like that, that 911. That's amazing. That's kind of unbelievable. He thought it was a one-off event. He's just going to play London and come See, back. It reminds me of uh, a little bit of the Costanza, you know, the Seinfeld with the Penske episode where he doesn't yeah. know if he's hired and then yeah. he doesn't know if he got fired 
just keeps coming into the office. Continuing the quote, Carousel. Fred Couples, another, this is also oh. golf.com. Alan Bastable, I believe, was the author. Uh, they're doing this icon series at Liberty National, and Fred Couples is a captain up against Ernie Els. You should fly all cross country for that. Cover Ernie versus Freddie at the icon series. Freddie laid into all this. Now, he's been a little dropping more than a few hints on Twitter that he's pretty anti lib. Um, he told Alan Bastable, first things first, you know, he has he's issues with the money where it's come from. He goes, this is a family thing for me. I'm just a little peon from Seattle. Go listen to our uh, flashback on Freddie, his upbringing in Seattle. But I know where the money's coming from. And I think my family would disown me if I went. Of course, it's easy for me to say because I'm not going. So I can actually tell you whatever I want to tell you. These guys, you've seen their interviews, right? Couple said, have you ever seen Phil look so stupid in his life? They know it's a joke. So he's taking aim at Phil and like these guys are just trying to rationalize. And I suppose it's kind of what we were getting at on Wednesday with and a little more shouting and curse words. Like they just they don't cover themselves in glory when they start talking about it. This is great. I heard of all people Perez was a little confrontational. <laughs> when you get an of all people in a sentence, you know, like. You know, that starts the first half and the second half of Hammer's coming. Of all people, Perez was confrontational. He's a grain of sand in this tour. He should be soft and kind, but he's like raising his voice? I'm done with it. He calls Pat Perez a grain of sand. They're all saying they want to change golf, and they're doing it for the better of golf. No one has said, hey, when I look back 50 years from now, we'll have made this tour what it is. No one has said that. You know why? Because they're not going to be around in three years. Eh, we'll see. I don't think, on uh, Phil, he says, I'll never talk to him again. What for? I'm not in the same boat as him anymore. Probably will never play golf with him again. I'm not saying that to be mean. We're just in different orbits. Some pretty strong stuff from Fred Couples, who's, you know, kind of established and could say whatever he wants to at this point in his life. Uh, but very much a defense of the tour. I don't, I do like seeing people go at Phil a little bit. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, that's the thing. Is, is, uh, I mean, the whole thing came from Phil, right? Right. I mean, I, where, I'm, where I get hung up on and what I struggle with is, like, did the tour absolutely deserve to get just blown out to sea by a new competitor? Yes. They deserve all of this. But B, the worst possible case scenario of who's doing it and, and maybe the worst case uh, scenario of format and golf. How is, it's being executed. Is, yeah. is, 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 is doing it. And it's all like, you know, that's the thing. Is like, would Freddie, if Phil had like partnered with the PGL where they didn't have the Saudi funds, would this have like if Phil had gotten behind that, because like Phil, I think was the guy that really, you know, this is Phil's making. I he did this. Yeah, and that's sort of why this year I think is so ham-fisted because Phil obviously had the big slip up in February, and it seems like that really kind of threw a kink into how this year would come off, and that's sort of where they're ham. Can I ask you a personal question? If you had to go play a round of golf. And you get drinks, dinner, big night with everybody. Have fun. Like, just you want to have a day. 
Would you choose Tiger, Freddie, Rory, Justin Thomas, John Rahm, or would you choose Brooks, Bryson, Reed, DJ, Pat Perez? It just feels like a lot of like people you wouldn't want to hang out with. And a lot of people who, I don't know, you would, are on different sides of this thing. And that's not reflective of like one actual product. Like I, that, I'm just saying the kinds of people that have gone the different directions seem to have a very different uh, yeah. appeal to hang out. I mean... I think you could have a pretty fun night with some of the some of those people on the other side. A chill night, fun night. But you know, on the other side, on both sides, you got you know, there's some there's people on both sides I wouldn't want to hang out with. Sure, that's true. Fair. So all right, I think Continue. I think that's uh, I think there's people on both sides of it that I wouldn't want to hang out with. There's more people on the right side of uh, on the tour side of it that it's I wouldn't a- want to hang out with. There's yeah. more people I would just not want. I mean, how about the that, the Reed Puff piece? How about the Reed family Puff piece? They had cameras at Patrick Reed's home, or I don't know, the Woodlands, or wherever they were being I think, filmed. I think they were the Greenbrier. Really? On a family vacation. They got the cameras maybe, out. Maybe the Greenbrier's coming, coming back as a live site. Oh, God. Uh, what's the guy's name? The Cole Jim, billionaire. Jim Justice or yeah, big Jim, big Jim Justice, governor now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's Freddie Couples taking a run at this. He even brought Michael Phelps into it. Had Michael Phelps buried like, you know, what would you want to do? Would you want a trophy or you want to live event money? Uh, and then last but not least, our quote roundup. <laughs> How about TPC Sod Farm? organizer oh, i love loading this. this grenade launcher coming like and ripping these guys ripping these guys i really hate it he's talking about wolf i really hate it because he was a good first champion said let's face it he's got some issues his game is struggling and i think he just decided to take the easy money and go instead of fighting through not playing well big pop and matthew wolf um he also said, there's no way Live Golf can make money. The numbers don't work. How long is it going to be before somebody gets tired of throwing billions of dollars at something if they aren't getting good PR out of it? Uh, the guys are getting paid to show up. There's no risk. Almost everybody's taking his end of their career. Uh, the best players in the world are all saying, I want to go somewhere and beat somebody. These are like, you know, a lot of actual, I don't know what I'd say, talking points, but it's certainly arguments that you're hearing more and more and more and more. Um, but there's the talking, there. talking points on both sides. Compete yeah. against the best players in the world. Family legacy, time, legacy versus yeah. family time and camaraderie. But then Hollis Kavner is his name. I said this is the Pioneer Press. He admitted he was happy to see some other players leave the PGA Tour. I was actually sitting there like, take that guy, the slow players, and things like that. Let's speed up the round by about an hour. Those those some guys we're not going to miss. Most of them though, it's fine with us. Whatever. Who do you think that was in reference to? Bryson? I don't know who that's in reference to. How about today's round on Live taking over five hours? Forty eight guys it's on a slow. fucking golf course it's, it's just takes slow. over five hours. It becomes and it's streaming, right? So like if you go from room to room, you know, I know you, you have YouTube TV and all this stuff. It's just 
just becomes a background deal, like a lot of golf. I'm not suggesting that's unique, but it's very far from being this thing that grips you and puts you in your seat. So, all right, that's our quote carousel. Other quick news before we get to Flashback Friday. Lives, uh, Will Zaltoris has said he's staying. Good. I don't know. He tweeted that out. He's like, this is, I want to be on the PGA Tour. I don't know why I'm in a rumor. I want to be on the PGA Tour. And you mentioned Liv going to a league schedule. All right. It's Friday. That means it's Precision Pro Flashback Friday. You can go to precisionprogolf.com. JT Poston's leading the, the and, uh, a deer run. Moline. Yeah, we should say. He had a, what, early morning 62? Yeah. Yes. He played well uh, second last week, too. So. That leaderboard is not strong. The Dutch board is T5. up. My former colleague, Bacon... Bacon texted me about uh, about about Ricky, and I said, "How about how about all the great things that that broadcast team at Bandon Dunes is doing?" One guy's T five at the Deer. Yeah, uh, he still it's, it's still got it. Good, it's not a good leaderboard, but Gotterup could. You know, that's the beauty of these kind of events. These young players really have a chance to burst onto the scene. Gotterup T five. Uh, also in Europe, you know. The Mount Juliet thing's just a mess. It's just what what is what Pelly should be Pelly should retire. It's just an utter disgrace that the Irish opens at Mount Juliet. Ryan Fox leads. Jorge Campillo and, and a handful of others. They used to have great venues. I know. They used to have great players. They, I mean, we're they not removed, far removed from like Port Stewart and La Hinch and um, Royal County. Down, didn't Royal County Down hosted? Uh, I'm not sure about that one. Maybe, maybe. Uh, yeah, Port Marnock have it. I want to say. Yeah, 2015 Royal County Down. Oh God, the Irish Open. Yeah. Uh. I mean, Port Marnock um, had it. I mean, what what in the world? Yeah, Mount Juliet. The last two years, the that cat that terrible course, the Castle Golf Gorm Castle. Before that, we had La Hinch, Ballyliffin, Port Stewart. They had the K Club. Terrible. All right, unexcusable. <laughs> like it's just a joke. Some of these sites, like, and you know what, they have the deer, which play. is wounded. Gotta, they could have a real chance to take some stuff. That's the thing. This could be. You could have all the guys over there. Well, they're all playing Monday at the McManus thing. Well, they're all over there, JP McManus. So you could have talk had about a guys. pay for play. Well, yeah, of course. Is that a Dare Manor? Is that the one where that's at? Yeah, I'm sure. It's right. Our uh, future, a great future Ryder Cup venue. <laughs> All right, so those Cheesecake are your leaderboard, factory. Up, leaderboard updates. The, the deer leaderboard is is not uh, just the field is not strong. Um, all right, let's do Precision Pro Flashback Friday. You can go to precisionprogolf.com, uh, purchase a rangefinder, use the promo code Shotgun Twenty. I think NX Tens are out. Twenty dollars off. We are taking our Precision Pros over to Scotland. Are we? Are we? Do I? I don't have one right now. Why don't you have one? I don't know. Will Will hoarding? Yeah, Will had mine. Will in a, a, news to me had mine shipped to him because he didn't, you know, think I was responsible enough to get open a fucking package. 
<laughs> All right. Well, I have one. I have an NX10, and you can take my NX10. But the good news can is, you bring the NX9? Yeah, I'll bring both. And the, all right. We are uh, there. We're getting our clubs pick up tomorrow. Luggage forward. Our friends at Luggage Forward, um, like, are taking it over. We got very clear instruction. Don't be idiots. Take the battery that's out. The like first, that's the first, that's the first sentence of, of the email from Luggage Forward. They must be listeners. Yeah, yeah. Listeners of the show, don't be idiots. Don't be idiots. You know, get your bags, put them in the soft case. But the one instruction was take the battery out. I guess the battery like sets off customs issues. What are you putting in your bag? You mean like, am I going to try to smuggle a bunch of other stuff? Yeah. Like rain gear, zero restrictions. We do more sponsor stuff. Yeah. We've done luggage. Um, well, you're not I don't putting, know. What are you're you not do? putting the range finder in there. I got to well, do it tonight. I don't know what I'm doing. I, but th- so anyways, if I lose my battery, they get free battery replacement for life. You know, if I pop it out and send it through and somehow I lose the battery when I bring it on separately, I can just call Eric and call Precision Pro and you get free battery replacement for life. So go to precisionprogolf.com, use promo code SHOTGUN20. They are the rangefinder of the shotgun start. And uh, dial up your bag with a rangefinder from those guys. All right, Precision Pro. It should be a quick history lesson on the deer and how this thing has just always been on the mat. It's been on its deathbed perpetually, it feels like. Uh, sort of, I took like an article from each decade about struggles and how it was like definitely going down the tubes. It's in debt. No way. It's over. This is 1975. Uh, Barry McDermott, SI, talks about like just the wonders of the PGA Tour and then transitions. The real imponderables, this is 75, have to do with the survival of such tournaments as the Greater Milwaukee Open and the Quad Cities, a pair of events that, like science fiction creatures, refuse to die. This was like 40 years ago almost. Both have been repeatedly beaten, abused, stomped on, and left for the morticians. But on each occasion, their indomitable officials have bound up their wounds and made ready to jump off the cliff once again. They come, uh, the lords of pro golf were at Carnoustie. So Quad Cities used to be opposite field event. This is like the Peppy Peter. One could say it's an opposite field event this week. But it was, in fact, opposite the, the British Open at the, at early in the 70s, 80s. Um, so at Milwaukee, uh, just 10 of the top 40, this is 75 at quad cities surrounded by cornfields and modest rural homes in which a man might feel comfortable with a tractor parked in the front yard, only four of the top 50 and 20 of the top 100 players appeared. I mean, so they have less than we that kind of have week. that now. Yeah. It isn't prize money because they were paying. Okay. The nut of the problem is a tour star can market a good showing in Britain. Whereas even if he wins the Quad Cities, that won't sell a single one of his golf clubs in a Hong Kong pro shop. As recently as seven weeks ago, the Quad Cities was on the verge of a cancellation seven weeks before. Press release to that effect had printed and was ready for distribution when PGA Commissioner Dean Beeman saved the event by allowing the prize money to be dropped from 125000 to 75000 So that's the 50 below the minimum at that point. And here's the rub. Beeman may have a fond, a fond spot for the Quad Cities. He is the all-time leading money winner with 28000 and won it in 71-72 in its inception. So he likes, he's 
finicked with the, you know, he fiddled with the rules. Can't, couldn't lose his event that he yeah. won. One of his yep. wins. Yeah. The local JCs took it over, running the tournament, and this was 75 after its major sponsor stopped, dropped out, and they dubbed it the Ed McMahon Quad Cities Open. The TV star agreed to co-host and was on scene for a day. Roger Maltby won with the first place check of $15,000. I was on a flight with Roger Maltby the other day. Really? Yeah. He's a... Out of Westchester. Cheery old chap. Uh, The chairman said our main objective this year is just to hold the thing together and not lose our shirts. Attendance figures rolled in. On opening day, 4,000 fans showed at Oakwood. It's like live. A total of 21,000 attended in all throughout. How many fans were at Live this today? I I gotta think like five hundred to a thousand, probably less, probably less than that. Like if you remove personnel and like volunteers and everything else, I think they're probably like five to seven fifty. How about the tour liking my tweet about the grandstands being empty? Accident or not? Well, I what I tweeted, I, what the the guy that tweeted at me about it, them liking it, um, when I retweeted his tweet, did they unlike I, it? I, they unliked it because I looked before. Did. I was like, wait, did he Photoshop that? No, and I looked, I looked before too. I made sure it was liked. Yeah, it was, and then yeah. he they unliked it. <laughs> I bet, I bet it was somebody who's like thought they were in their personal account. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Oh well. Just the tour. Billion dollars for it. So good. So good. Liking Andy TFE. I I would just love if the the tour leaned in on being just like petty as shit. You know? Promoting any anything just like they should go to the mattresses. They're suing them. You know? They should they should just get get ready. Yeah. Load up the catapults behind the wall, behind the moat. We'll start launching outwardly instead of just taking fire. Like they should have, they should have taken, they should have taken to Pat Perez. His this comments guy, about, the, about the top, about this the guy who's had 20 years of just living off the fat of the land. You know, yeah. 20, I'm sorry you had to play 30 events <laughs> and finish average of like T56 and make, you know, $40 million in career earnings. Anyways, we've done Pat Perez. All right. 10 years later, jump ahead, 1985. Reed Hanley in the Chicago Tribune. Oh, wow. Another quad- SI puff piece coming coming out. On live? On Pat Perez's journey. Journey to live golf. No. Man. No. That, that poll was pretty interesting. I thought, I, thought, I thought SI had already hit rock bottom. Uh, there's definitely some interesting things happening with the golf department. That... A pollster got a byline and an unfettered access to publish on essay.com, a poll that was probably commissioned by Liv or someone associated with it, which is not new. That that happens, brands commission polls. But that it was published in a byline uh, by the actual pollster on essay.com was weird. So I can't wait to read Pat Perez. All right, Reed Hanley, 1985. The Quad City seems to be winning its annual battle for survival. The PGA Tour stop in Coal Valley, Illinois, battled bad dates, bad fields, hot weather, and bad business for 15 years. Seems to have gotten over the hump this year. Its purse is up to 300 grand. <clears throat> it's still one of the smallest on tour. 
But even with those strikes against it, officials are more optimistic than ever. This year's tournament was won by Dan Forsman, and it had a field that included, quote, big names. Dan Forsman. Calvin Pete and John Mahaffey. I got a buddy that I got a buddy that ins- insists that Ricky Fowler is just a modern day dance for Dan Force. <laughs> we need to have him on and bring him to the uh, bring him to the stand and argue. I need oral arguments on Dan Forsman, Ricky case, Fowler. Whole right. case. He's <laughs> so. Oh. <laughs> Dan, interesting fact about Dan Forsman: He was not afraid afraid to go full khaki look. Oh, Tanimal? Yeah, interesting. That's a good flashback Friday fact. All right. So last winter, this is '84, it appeared on its last legs. The tournament, through donations and sixty-four thousand dollars profit from the '84 tourney, retired debts of almost one hundred fifty grand. But the nineteen eighty-five tournament still needed to increase its purse by a hundred grand. <clears throat> the tournament board of directors asked surrounding cities to donate money. Surrounding cities. If you can imagine doing that nowadays, yeah. you ask, like, I don't know. Bethesda, tour, Maryland. Tour might be if the, if the Saudis keep yeah. piling donate cash money. in. And the, the four towns, Milan, Coal Valley, Rock Island, Moline, Step Forward, Miller Brewing Company, the Illinois Department of Tourism, a local newspaper, and the PGA Tour also came up with some money. And the Miller Lite Quad Cities Open lived for another year. Um, they this time they said they did get attendance. You know, you can't get a hotel room. In '86, then a year later, they did get a big sponsor. It became the Hardy's Golf Classic. The new name, four hundred thousand dollar purse, and regional television have changed things. You could get like three hours of coverage on the weekend. People are now talking about the golf tournament instead of its 15-year-old financial problems. The Hardy's Golf Classic. So let's jump ahead then like another, you know, 10, 15 years. And 01, and I won't read this too much because it's dragging on. I had the most on this. Ivan Maisel visits in 2001 uh, in the Quad Cities. You might not have recognized last week's tour stop, but that was the Quad Cities Open that David Gossett, David Gossett won on Sunday. Uh, Kind of urban legend. Cult, cult figure, cult classic. The Quad Cities, it's the tournament we made fun of because it had Ed McMahon's name on it and was played somewhere that made a pretty good trivia question. It had more bad dates than Bridget Jones and shared a week with the British Open or the Ryder Cup. Things have changed. It's now called the John Deere Classic and it's played on a luscious new course, the TPC at Deer Run, right next to Moline. There's network TV and $2.8 million purse. And the tournament now has its own week, just like the big boys. So five years ago, this would have been 1996, another decade, the tour threatened to abandon the Quad Cities. The tournament is thriving today as a tribute to one golfer, D.A. Wybring. D.A. Wybring, the the architect. And the three great-great-grandchildren of John Deere himself. So Wybring, it's a story of a local boy who made good, wanted to help out at home, and the noblesse oblige of the area's wealthiest family, these great-great-grandkids. So Wybrain, at this point, he was 48. He won five tournaments and almost $5 million. But <clears throat> cynics say that makes Wybrain exactly the sort of pro you would expect to be best known for association with a tournament like the Quad Cities. And he was associated. He wanted three just of those like five Dan For Just like Dan Forsman. 
He won in 79, 91, and 95. But he was also like kind of from the area. Quincy, Illinois, 150 miles south. Uh, like this is what know. I'm saying. This is what I was saying about Goddard up at the at the at the U.S. Open. 150. He's three hours away. I didn't want to make three this hours, geography. He's three thing. hours away. He's a local boy. This is the thing. The, a New Yorker going up to Boston. That's like a local boy in the Midwest. Oh, I understand that, but when you have population density, like. And Philadelphia, New York, and Boston, and like all these places are within 150 miles or 200 miles. Like that doesn't mean they're local. It does, though. It means this is an easy drive for the family. It's an easy time <laughs> okay. for the. It's easy for their their relatives to get up there. That's yeah. Today, my wife and I were talking about Yosemite, and I was like, I don't think it's very far away. I think it's four hours away. In four hours, that's like a you could actually make a day trip of it. Okay. So that's people, my point. My point, that's a local boy. People around more to your more to your uh more to your argument. <laughs> he became the patron saint. This is a Quad City Times reporter. Quote, people around here don't look at DA as a star. They think of him as one of us. He's one of us, 150 miles away. He's one of them. <clears throat> He uh, So he won in 79 right before his dad died of lung cancer. And he saw every shot. Uh, and Don Wybrain, his dad, ran a dry cleaning business in Quincy and so loved golf that he helped raise money to build the town's public 18-hole course. And he always brought, he felt uncomfortable going to the big cities. So the Quad Cities was his major. And that made it important to young DA. So this was a big deal. Um, more background. It only remained on the schedule because of Dean Beeman at tour headquarters. He had a soft spot for the tournament because of his four, two of his four victories had come there. <laughs> he had, not only did he let them fall below the tour threshold, the first threshold, he had the tour make up $16,000 shortfall See, in the $300,000 purse. This is what I'm saying. They didn't have to ban those guys. You said, oh, it's in the bylaws. Here, here's a case in point. <laughs> just Letting this something slide. <laughs> Anyways, it was important to not just Dean Beeman, but Wybring. So he found out that this big farm, Frontier Farm, or was it Friendship Farms, <coughs> where, you know, a deer. Where friends, friends become. A deer heir had like, was like, you know, breeding Arabian horses. Had the person had died. And all the heirs were out of town now, living in Denver. And, and they just like, we're going to sell it. But we wanted to leave it open. They, we don't want it developed into like homes and stuff like that. It's on the river. It's great. So Wybring got word of this. Uh, and uh, dear executive, the officials met with Swanson and Wybring. And he told them, hey, this farm thing, they're looking to sell this. Let's do it. Let's like buy this and build a course. We were excited. All the people would be, and the heirs were like, let's do it because it'll make people are outside and it won't be have to be developed into homes. So deer, the trust of the deer, you know, sells it to the deer company. April 97, the deal between the company and the tour become official. In addition to sponsoring the Quad Cities, as you know, they supply the tour's 24 TPC courses with maintenance equipment. And they would, in exchange, the tour built the TPC deer run at Silvis. With Swanson and Wybring, D.A. Wybring, on Friendship Farms. It's, a, it's an okay course. <laughs> Here's more on the course. This is Ivan Maisel. 
then we're done. On an era when golf courses are built primarily to enhance real estate sales, this was 2001, the TPC at Deer Run is an anomaly. No housing tracks surround the 7,100-yard course. With its stunning vistas and beautiful hardwoods, I know you love that, is the antithesis of the type of usually used for a new course. The site was so pristine that Rybring's peers joked that there was no way that he could mess up this one. All we did was pull back the blanket, clean up a little bit, mow the greens, and say, let's go play. And this was 01. More than 140,000 fans came out to see Gossett win last week, which is remarkable considering the population of the Quad Cities is only 360,000. The tour was thrilled. The community was gratified. So that's a little history of the event. Now it's the only Chicago event on the calendar. That refuses to die from 85, 75 to 85 to 01. And uh, I would say it's still sort of, <laughs> you know, having health issues, laid up in the hospital. Not not exactly the strongest event, but, you know, has that community aspect in history at this point. It's still, still just... Listen, it's a, it's, a, it's a charming event. It's a charming place. They just don't have event. any good players there, any, like, name players, you know? Well, they should so. move it to Chicago. Oh, then you're pulling it. Pulling it right out of the community that means so much to so many people. They should move it to move it to. Uh, they could compromise middle ground and move it to Rich Harvest Farms. There you go. With there the live voice. Uh, all right, that does it for your Precision Pro Flashback Friday. Everyone enjoy your holiday weekends. Enjoy the golf. Rest up. We got a big week next week with Scottish Open, Open Championship. A lot of big golf coming. Uh, we'll be back with you. We'll be back with you on Monday the fourth. I think. I think we'll maybe Monday night, Sunday, Tuesday morning, Sunday night. Who, who knows? All right, we'll see. Well, there'll we'll, be an episode. Maybe we'll, we'll check in with you. Maybe we'll record Saturday morning at the end of the shotgun start. Yeah, at the end of live, yeah. the live deal. All right, enjoy your weekends nonetheless. Thanks for your continued support.